Oh my god, your poor dad. Welcome back to Your Poor Dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can't choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth brand sister. And guess what? Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. <laughs> Our boyfriend's going to the Super Bowl. Our best friend's boyfriend is going Our to the Super Bowl. Our best friend's boyfriend. Yeah. There, it's two types of feelings wrapped up in one. It's almost as if, like... Taylor is in our inner thoughts, you know? It's almost like we can all identify with some part of Taylor's songs, you know? Which is why we love her. Yeah, everyone can identify with an era. Yeah. Yeah, a song at the very least. So it's like Taylor is the every girl and she is dating. Yeah, every person. Um, I mean, we're all girls. (laughs) (laughs) Even the boys are girls. They just don't even know it. Yeah. But like... It feels as though like we are watching like our dreams, like our fantasy come alive. Yeah. Like how cool is it? You are an international superstar having the year of your dreams. Mm -hmm. You're dating the hottest football player ever who just won a game that is taking him to the Super Bowl. And it's just the way I, I know this is going to this is going to sound so silly, but the way she just like walked on the field, walked on the field with his family, she was just walking on the I field chills. with chills. his family. And then when they got together, the embrace, the way that he was just like holding her, continuing to hold her. They just kept kissing everybody who says that it was just a PR stunt. It's not. This is no, love. This no, is true love. They're obsessed with each other. They're in love. Even when like she kind of backs away so he can say hi to his family. He has his arm around her waist. He's like, no, no, no. You stay here with me. And he's You're giving, my girl. He's giving a speech and she's crying and I'm crying. No, we're all crying. It, it, at the, <sighs> it feels as though our boyfriend is going to the Super Bowl and our best friend's boyfriend is going to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. all wrapped into one. It's like yeah. so many feelings. I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy for them. And um, gosh, it just makes me even happier. Did you see the TikTok um, that was posted today before the game about the the guy wearing the Ravens jersey who he's, he's mad. He takes out a 1989 Taylor album. Okay, he takes out and he smashes it except... It wasn't even Taylor's album. What so, was it? <laughs> but that's what's so funny because obviously this guy doesn't know that it's so easy to know Taylor Swift albums because they're colors, right? And so the 1989 albums are all like a certain color and he pulls out a black. There is no black 1989 vinyl, right? Um, so he he put he the work that he did ahead of time to put in a random vinyl <laughs> in this 1989 because well, he he's a Swifty too because exactly. he would because he, he would never because he didn't want to break his he would vinyl never, that's his it, favorite record it was the funniest thing he's like he takes it out and smashes it and everyone in the comments they're like that's not 1989 sorry they're like this guy is the <laughs> biggest Swifty okay to get something past the Swifties too dumbass like at least like spray paint it first as if that's like not be noticed yeah well, so I, I was telling the girls before we started recording, the smut girlies are having a field day because I feel like there is going to be a novel written just from this night. Just also, cosplaying like the explosion that's going to happen at Killa Trav's house tonight. And the thing that... What? It's gross. I don't do it. It's the smut girlies. Well, the, also what makes me really happy is Taylor had a really really rough week okay she had a really really rough week and what a way to end it like on such a high i know you get this is where you lose me i'm sorry you are telling me that if no, your stalker is, kept coming to your house and oh, kept getting oh, 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 arrested this, this, and released this, 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 this. okay and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. ai things like you're telling me that wouldn't be scary i'm sorry i forgot forgot about the story okay i'm sorry forget i said anything no that is kind of weird but i think we shouldn't spend the whole episode talking about taylor but it just like really set off the set this episode off with like a fiery explosion yeah um so go chiefs go kansas city taylor swifts i actually had one question that i wanted to ask you guys today because taylor did bring i know i said we shouldn't talk about taylor but this is the last thing i'll say about taylor Taylor did bring Kelly Teller to the game. And I wanted to ask you guys, if you were a friend of Taylor's, which one do you identify as? I already know who I am. So you guys can, do you want me to tell you mine while I'm sure? Okay. I am such a Kelly Teller. Like (laughs) I'm such a Kelly Teller. Like I am like the one that no one really knows. I'm just like there like for, I'm like the, um, the personality hire of Taylor's friends (laughs) and I'm there. I'm, 
I'm going to have a good time, but I will be talking shit and getting, you know, lip syncing and then I will get everyone into trouble. Like, that's so me. Yeah. You know, part of that I agree with with you, but I just don't think you're Kelly. <laughs> I don't who know, do you think I am? I don't know who you are yet. I don't know who we are either. That's you're something Selena that... Gomez. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> Selena Gomez. <laughs> you are literally... I am not Selena Gomez. I'm... The things that are annoying about... Well, I don't think Selena's annoying, but the things that some people might find annoying about Selena are like her not being able to keep her mouth shut, needing to like comment in on. So everything. you think I am? Oh, Selena actually, Gomez? that's a really good. Point. No, but Selena Gomez is like a depressed girly, and I'm just like not. Yeah, no, I don't think you're Selena Gomez. I was making a joke because everyone wants to be the Selena Gomez. Oh, right, <laughs> sure. Um, okay, well then, who are you guys? You have to pick. That's the game. There's so many friends. I know, I, but I if that's the I game, know, just pick. You can't. You can't I know just, who I want to be. Like, I would want to be like, I was going to say Blake, Blake or Sophie Turner. I could see you being a Sophie, maybe. Yeah, They're you're both more like, Sophie. kind of like offline. I could see me being a Blake. <laughs> God damn it. I could see me being the Blake because like I'm the friend that she finds like so much peace and comfort with and she like loves you're being around like so me and comforting. my family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our answers. So, thanks for playing that game. You guys have to make every game so hard, don't you? No, no. She I has so many friends. And also, it's really annoying you said I wasn't the Kelly Teller because I definitely am. But how am I not the Kelly Teller? Well, because I could never. Stop it! So, why do you think I'm not Kelly Teller? <laughs> because you I, could never be with Miles. I'm not saying that's the part of me that is. Um, okay, so then the I, Kelly Teller. Okay, then I agree. I'm just there are parts of you that are like it's not like I'm like I am exactly like Kelly Teller. I'm just saying out of all of Taylor's friends, I feel like I would be the Kelly Teller. Like not very like I'm not I'm like low key famous like under the radar, you know, like me on TikTok <laughs> the with my TikTok fame. The interesting thing about it is parts of me feel like I could be so many different friends because I could see myself being the the Brittany Mahomes because like my husband's gonna be an athlete but not a problematic family you know what I mean I don't think Brittany Mahomes is that problematic for some I don't understand why but a lot of well, you know who doesn't like her? The NFL people who also don't like Taylor Swift. I don't know what it is. I think that there was a couple things that she did that people were like, she was. She doesn't know the etiquette of the football games or something. I think people are like just looking for reasons to not like to hate Brittany women. Mahomes. Yes, exactly. They just fucking hate women. Because I was watching that quarterback show and somebody DM me and they're like, I hate Brittany Mahomes. I'm like, why? Like, she's just annoying. Okay, well, so are you literally DMing me. <laughs> and so am I. And so am I. Look at us. We're all literally annoying. But if you watch her on the quarterback show, it made me like her so much more. Like, She's such a supportive wife. She's a supportive wife. She's a girl's girl. You can tell. There's always like a ton of people around her. And she's a part owner in the um, women's soccer league that, or not league, <laughs> fucking team whatever it's called <laughs> in kansas city and the way she was like talking about like the teammates like she's like a like a badass i like britney mahomes justice for britney mahomes hell yeah not you know who's no justice for who jackson mahomes <laughs> yeah but that's all we need to say about that okay cool so i guess the last thing i'll say about taylor for real <laughs> this time is over under or i don't know betting terms so do you think Taylor will be at the Super Bowl? Yes or no? Yes. 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 Hell yeah. So I guess we'll see in a couple of weeks. And I wonder Who's if she's performing the halftime show. Usher. Usher. Okay, that was the next thing. That Re- was, thank Re- you for that segment. Or Ooh, the segue. segue. And segment, segue. Reba is doing the national anthem. Reba. <gasps> okay, so I would like us to discuss our favorite Super Bowl performances of oh, all time. What? 2001. Okay. Um, that's, can you wait until we like, I like lead it in. So we are having Ursher uh-huh. do the Super Bowl halftime show this year. And TBH, I was not really feeling it until I turned on. Yeah. 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 yeah on the way here. And it honestly like sent a jolt of pure joy into my soul. And I was like, you know what? I'm ready for Usher. Okay. I'm happy that you're ready. I'm not happy for, I don't think it's going to hit, but I don't think they've 
been hitting in recent years. Rihanna was so good. Rihanna was okay. I take that back. You're right. My top five performances you are right. of all time. You are right. When when was that? How many years ago? Last year Rihanna was last year. Guys, where have I been? <laughs> Literally, where? But I think like okay. So Ursher, I think for you guys is a little like older than it was for because he was like coming up when I was growing up and listening to that kind of music. I think you guys are just like a hair too young for Usher because like he had like his peak was like oh four to like oh ten his <laughs> his um oh my god that song was like our prom song mm-hmm. it's he has he has the bops and he should he's been making music for so long yeah it's just i think what i like out of and a halftime performance f- for the super bowl is the variety Going into like the 2001, there really was something for everybody. Yeah. That was the Aerosmith, the Britney, the NSYNC, the Mary J. Blige, the, the Nelly. Was he there too or no? Um, Nelly was there. So it's really so many, if you like rock, if you like pop, if you like R&B, like th- that, well, I really like that. And they can all come together on one stage. Like that's entertainment. There was a lot of surprise factors back in the day with, so if I feel like I'm like a scholar on this topic. So. <laughs> That was one of the first um, halftime shows that MTV produced. Really? Yes. So it was like, who's coming out? It was, I think Aerosmith was the headliner. And then all oh. of those other people were like add-ons. So Aerosmith performed the whole time. And then they performed. That was like when Jaded was a big song. So so that would be like, if that was happening now, it'd be like, the, it would be like halftime show Aerosmith. And then the day of, we, would, we wouldn't know well, that they we were happening. I think we knew that they had special guests coming up but it was like we didn't know in what capacity and it was going to be all Aerosmith so that's all we knew but just seeing Britney Spears walk out in that little tiny jersey with her (laughs) the socks on her like sleeves it was just like beyond and we knew that they were her and Justin were dating at that point so seeing them on the stage together added to it swinging with the school in the school and the feet flying up in the air like And then they were like all walking out like <laughs> and they all every single one of them everyone up on that stage looked like they were having the best time of their life. <laughs> yes. Also you forget Mary J. Blige was I said Mary J. Blige. Oh you did? Yeah. Oh. What I didn't I didn't know for sure about Nelly. Well and Nelly was wearing the half um like the jersey that was like half one team half the other. I forget like who even cares who was playing in the Super Bowl <laughs> that year but and now and now who made that famous Donna Kelsey and now and Donna Kelsey Donna Kelsey was inspired by Nelly <laughs> it all makes sense yeah because that was her favorite halftime performance too exactly wow. so that was a great one and then 2004 was that that was another year. another star-studded year it was Janet Jackson oh. headlining and Justin Timberlake came out and that's when Justin just did his solo album just disparaging Britney Spears like literally riding on the coattails of their breakup he just you know used her to propel himself as we all know and then he used another woman to propel himself Mm -hmm. and that's okay so that year Jessica Simpson came out and she actually introduced the halftime show I don't remember that at all because she didn't sing she just said hi Houston are you ready for the halftime show and that's that's cool peak newlyweds like she looks so hot perfection just so her and then I want to say so it was Janet Jackson and then there was like another rapper and it was kind of like "Mm, okay and then Kid Rock also performed (laughs) that same yes this is another MTV produced halftime show then Justin came out and then of course ruined everyone's lives. We knew I'm gonna have you naked by the end of the song, exposes the titty without had a pierced nipple. And that just really all that threw us into a tizzy. I've never seen a pierced nipple before. I didn't even know you could pierce nipples at that point. <laughs> I was like an, a sophomore in high school. <laughs> um Nelly was there too. Oh, okay. So it was, was Nelly gonna... and P. Diddy. Oh yeah, Nelly and P. Diddy. And it's... it was kind of like random. It w- Janet was just so good and Kid Rock was like low-key well, so good and mtv must just like have nelly always in their back pocket yeah they're like <laughs> who, who do we got nelly <laughs> but at that time what was the biggest song in the whole world in in. well oh. no like in that era like oh. you could not and also he had um oh, fuck in give the club. me to 
Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones, um, grills. Like he just he just had into clubs 50 cent. Oh, wait, who were we talking about? Nelly? Yes. Oh, <laughs> honestly, I, in my brain, I switched to 50 cent. So the interesting thing about that show is that YouTube became a thing after that because people were trying to Google their performance and there was no platform for us to like find videos. So then they invented YouTube based off of that. Whoa. So like Loki, kind of thank you Justin Timberlake, but also fuck you Justin Timberlake. Thank you Dana Jackson. Yeah, and also thank you for having all of that random knowledge because no, that I'm, is so interesting. I'm telling you, I'm a scholar of. And so after that, <clears throat> so that was the last Super Bowl halftime show that MTV had produced, and then we went into the dark years where it was yeah. like U2, Coldplay, like B- Bruce Springsteen, like all great acts, but just like. They, you can't go from having like these huge like compilations of artists yeah. to like YouTubing. Like, I'm sorry, YouTube. Like, <laughs> stop trying to make YouTube happen. It's yeah. not gonna happen. Well, yeah, that's never gonna be our cup of tea. But I, I think that's. I think Rihanna was great. I think Lady Gaga was great um, as solo performers, and I think didn't Beyonce do it too? Beyonce did it twice. She did it twice. They kind of started easing us back into, I think the first one that they did that was like more risque again was Madonna, if I'm correct. And it was Madonna, MIA, and someone else. And it was, that was fine. I liked, oh. I liked M&M's. Well, it wasn't just M&M. I know. It was like <laughs> all the rappers. That's what I liked. Yeah. That was a good one, but it... It, it honestly didn't hit as hard as like all the female. I'm sorry. Like men are just never going to be as good at performers as women. Like absolutely. Like Katy Perry. She came out on that huge lion for yeah. war. That was fucking awesome. That was so cool. Like literally. I forgot. Entertain us. Um, <laughs> Lady Gaga. Wait, you want me to tell you guys no, all Lady of Gaga. them from 2001 on? No. Okay. Lady Gaga literally jumped. jumped. That's from my the favorite. top. <laughs> She started off so patriotic. She knew like she needed to get America. Yeah. She said with liberty and justice for all. And then she <laughs> spidered. <laughs> and that was Lady Gaga was really good. I I think Rihanna is probably like my second favorite performance of yeah. all time. Yeah, that was good. Um, Shania Twain, No Doubt, and Sting performed together. Was that like in the 90s? That was in 03. Okay, that was, that was the good. year between. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm I'm excited to see what Ursher has to do. He is a great performer. <clears throat> I think he will be better than we are expecting. I hope. And I think he'll bring out some guests because, you know, that's what they do. <laughs> when you don't when you're a man and you don't really have like the pizzazz. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of Justin Randall Timberlake, when remember when he was the fucking Super Bowl halftime performer? No. When he was like doing his like little Justin and the Tennessee yeah, the kids Tennessee or whatever, kids. oh, like literally loseriest perform. Everyone kept waiting for him to bring out in sync because when you're doing the Super Bowl halftime show, it's literally not about you. Yeah, it's about like America. The fucking like it's about America. It's about, <laughs> it's about the show power. Give it's the about people the entertainment. And he was just <laughs> who the fuck is this? Is this the neighbor I hate? Sorry, my tongue growled. So. Um, they leave at five o'clock in the morning every morning too. Is this necessary for them to have this kind of loud car? I don't know. I think it's a motorcycle. That's annoying. Um, I'll let it pass. (laughs) That like literally sends a shiver of rage down my back. I can tell you look like you were mad at me because they're outside. It's like (laughs) you're looking at me. Is that your neighbor? So (laughs) anyways... Justin, so Beyonce came out during her Super Bowl halftime show. Remember the girls popped up? <gasps> yes. Kelly, heavy in. Oh Miss my gosh. Michelle. Yeah. And then Michelle, like, kind of like, whoa. <laughs> she, like, went too high. I could watch videos of Michelle all day. Well, she they did, like, two songs together. And it was just so iconic. And it was just enough. It was exactly what we needed. Beyonce does not forget where she came from. Yeah. There would be no Beyonce without yeah. Destiny's Child. And it t- that 
making it bringing destiny's child took nothing away from beyonce it, it only it added, added it her. only added to beyond like speaks to the type of person she is and yes. every, it's like oh my gosh this is beyonce's gig and she's like this would be a fun time to bring to get the girls back together and she calls them every time she talks about kelly and michelle she says my sisters yeah they are ride or dies and That's we love so that sweet. i know it's so sweet and then justin he's like we all need in sync to like for to redeem justin timberlake because it really does like when i was watching hot ones i was like oh yeah like these are my boys like these are the guys that i like you know fell in love with when i was like a middle school girly and then he to, for him not to bring out in sync was just like very very annoying yeah I agree. so justin this is why i don't like justin which leads me to my next thing i would like to i'm like oh my I'm, god i told you i told you okay what'd you tell him core have you guys seen this video of just Jessica Biel talking about eating in the shower? Yes. So the thing is, I actually haven't seen the video myself. I've just heard everyone talking about it because I didn't feel like I needed to go seek this video out for my, I, I heard what I heard. And honestly, you did not need to see it because nothing about the, it. Does she, does she explain what I would like to know? Does, does she describe the types of food? She yes. yes. And that makes it so much worse. It makes Wait, it worse. Why? What is it? Because she's cereal. She said cereal, Wait, yogurt, like, popsicle. two hands to eat all of those things. I think that she's trying to be funny. Yeah. Well, because some people have like a shower beer. Yeah. yeah but a shower beer is so different than honestly, like. like pizza that would be like less gross bailey no food should go in the shower well we agree but to bailey's point you have like one hand like you could if you have your plate outside of your shower you just like pick it up with one hand go like a a cereal Cereal like those are two hands insane i don't care how busy you are there is no need to eat in the shower why are you having to why what why is this the multitasking you're doing yeah can't you like pencil in 10 minutes earlier to wake up so you could just fucking shower make a smoothie if you have to eat it in the shower yeah like okay let's if we had to eat in the shower smoothie pizza (laughs) not pizza a granola bar (sighs) nothing it's so weird there's like no reason we should have to choose what food we want to eat in the shower there's just like it's so hard don't eat in the shower and she well she did say popsicle and i was like okay i could That's see fine. a popsicle maybe but like again there's no reason to eat in the shower well and especially a popsicle that you're not getting any nutrients or actual food like any substance from your popsicle that's yeah. just a fun treat to cool you down in the summer so yeah. and you're trying you're taking a hot shower why it, are you it, it just, doesn't make sense it's this like this thing with she's Jessica trying to be relatable and, and Justin Timberlake where they try to be so quirky and goofy and funny and it's like they're always just being so fucking annoying like it falls flat and the most embarrassing part about that is that it went like viral and it got like a million views which like <laughs> kind of nowadays is like not like so viral like you talking about getting cheated on got like over 10 million views <laughs> and like i literally made a video the other day that was like is gua sha worth it and it got seven hundred thousand views like and i'm me like no one knows who i am like yeah when you're a famous person with that recognizable of a face like people stop on that video and for her to like for it to go quote unquote viral and not like land it just is like really embarrassing well i really hate to just like talk shit but i just there is do i love talking shit there is just them her and him she really took a a back seat mainly for me because of her relationship with justin but i didn't love her love her to begin with and every time they're not very public or they don't do a lot out in the open but when they do you can tell it's always because they're like everyone's gonna get it and it and no one ever does and they're they're always like this is gonna be so funny and it never is. But she, I have to say, she is gorgeous. Because I went to her She's Instagram. absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, I got to talk shit about this girl. Like, I need, like, it was, like, giving me, bringing me to life. And then I was like, I truly am just in awe of how stunning she is. She's beautiful. But she's annoying. And two things can be true at the same time. I mean, I guess at least she's not annoying and hideous. Well, you could be, I mean, I don't know. 
But yeah, so that was just what I was thinking about. Yeah, no, that's weird. Yeah, so that was what, but I have more to say. Okay. You guys want me to keep going? I mean, keep it going. Okay. Have you guys seen Pookie? I was just, that's what I was going to bring up. Okay. Bailey. No, what you're talking about. I knew Bailey was not going to know. So there's these, this couple on TikTok, Pookie and Jet. And so they do like these OOTDs and they've been doing them for a while. And I've been seeing them for like a long time, like for at least like six months. And it just recently picked up steam. And he is just like so obsessed with her. And he's like, so she'll be like, okay, this is um, my outfit of the day. And he's like, Pookie is looking absolutely fire today. (laughs) This is a sexy perfect date night outfit i love the white on white he said that the bow wasn't too much no i said the bow was a necessity (laughs) (laughs) but it's funny because like i think people started to kind of talk shit about pookie and jet and then the internet you know the pendulum can swing either way either the pendulum is going to be anti-pookie jet but luckily it overcorrected and now we're all obsessed with pookie and jet Mm -hmm. so thank god for pookie and jet and Oh wait, I think you saw the Zach the Zach, Zach Bryan thing. So now everyone's kind of using that sound because they're like, Pookie is looking absolutely fire tonight. And like people are like, you know, lip syncing the sounds or whatever. And Zach Bryan and Brianna Chicken Fry, they just did like a whole thing, like, you know, kind of what what is the word? Not mocking it, but imitate like, like, imitate yeah, the parody. Yeah. A parody. Well, yes. it's like you're just doing the voice, like what we do all the time of the voiceovers and making our yeah. own video. And then Jet, he responded in like the perfect way. He was like, "I, we love your music, man. Thank you for serving our country. Just like a precious angel. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, thank you for using the sound. Like, thank you for for doing our our pookie bit like we love you it was just and then zach commented on it too and it was what just what did he say he said he said something like you're the sweetest or like you're a sweetheart or something like it, just so it was just adorable and by the way jet is like kind of extremely intelligent like he went yeah. to um penn for like he, business school well, he went like to Wharton like Biz- business school he, he went to like two fancy good schools yeah we don't know them because we're not very fancy <laughs> he went to school he went to one good one and then another good one mm-hmm. so he got extra knowledge from those colleges mm-hmm. um and he makes a lot of money because he's so smart and it just seems like I and think they met at a bar oh they did i think it was, like, like they met organically at at organically. a bar or IRL? i say a bar it could have been you know a restaurant or a winery i don't but they met in real life <laughs> oh that's and, cool and he saw her and he, she walked in, I guess, and he said, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I love that. I know. And you can just tell Pookie loves to shop. And Pookie, are they fucking back? <laughs> Where did he go? He was gone for like less than 10 minutes. That's like an obnoxious car. Like I would hate being married to someone like that. And it's like, do you really need, like, I don't know how that conversation could go to be like, how important is this to you? At the expense of every other person in the entire well, world. That is the interesting thing. There's, I cannot stand when people, someone that I'm dating, honestly, if it was like one of you guys, were making an unnecessary, like nuisance or scene about something like that. I'd be like, get it together. That guy is the guy that when I parked on the side of the street during last year's freeze, he said, nope, got to move. We have a truck coming. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Do you fucking own the street? No, this is public. Like you can't tell me to not park there. You want to know what's interesting? I I don't have this on actual authority, but here's my, here's my, my thought. Every, Every once in a while, there's a sign that they put up on that side of the street. And it that looks says, like a city no, sign. It looks like a city sign. And I think that at one point, because we did have city workers um, doing a lot of digging for like the Google Fiber, right? So there was some time where we had those signs that, w- and I think they stole it, took it. <laughs> and, and then now they, and use, now they it. use it sometimes. Are because they the same one that said I couldn't park over yes. there because of their trash cans or whatever? yeah no like why are they policing the fucking neighborhood like this they're tyrants but let me tell you about their trash cans honestly tuesday mornings are my favorite because i can see perfectly through my office window she is waiting if especially if it's recycling and trash day like she's fucking thrilled because that means we have the 
the garden, the garbage, and the recycle. If she's waiting out her window for one of them to come so she can run outside and grab that can- that trash can to like pull it up into like where it goes. But the thing that's interesting, my favorite part is only with our my next door neighbor, she will move his trash cans. Okay. So it's like, I'm like, why is she touching his trash cans? And <laughs> aren't they across the street? Yeah. Yeah. So she'll, she'll, I'll see her walk across the street. Why? Because sometimes his trash cans, the garbage people will like pick it up from his house empty and it kind of like goes into, into in front street. of ours, in mm-hmm. front of like my house, which I don't give a shit. It's none of her business. Like, I don't, she will go. She, she doesn't put it like back where his is supposed to go. Like she'll just put it onto his side of the street. And I'm like, why does she care? But she, she doesn't ever touch my trash cans. Because they are obnoxious. It's so weird. They're so fucking weird. And I'm, I would like hate living across the street from them because that guy, like I seriously, he's on my list of people that like, I will never forget what he did. Just like that movie theater girl. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Very interesting. So anyways, back to, back to the lighter subject, Pookie and Jet. Um, we love Pookie and Jet. You should get on TikTok and check them out. Okay. She has great OOTD. She's very like girly. She very got cute. two Birkins Birkin. in wow. Paris. She just wanted one and she got two. That means that Jet has a lot of money. <laughs> so good for Pookie, honestly. And you can just tell he like loves supporting her. That's mm-hmm. the thing that I like the most about. Well, what I like the most is you can just tell that they genuinely love each other. Yeah. You know? And did you not- see the big arrangement that he just got her when she got back from her trip? Wait, no. It was huge. He was like, I I go to this florist shop that's like 100 feet from my haircutting place or something <laughs> like that. And he's like, and I said, get me the biggest, most obnoxious arrangement. And I want it to be as big as Pookie. And I want it to say Pookie. <laughs> and it literally says Pookie. And it's huge. I want it to be as big as Pookie. And she was like, just so tickled by it. It was so cute. I love that. I know. Um, okay. Another thing I want to talk about, not to like bring up, you know, Sunday scaries, but um, I was, it's work related. Okay. And I want your guys' opinion on this because this video went viral and Paige probably knows because, you know, she and I share a for you page. You don't. <laughs> This will be live on the internet to me. So, okay. This, you know, the girl corporate Natalie, she's like a big YouTuber, TikToker. Yeah. You know her? I know her. Wow. That is actually actually, a huge endorsement. I'm actually like afraid that I might be wrong, but I'm going with it. I know her. Well, I think she was on a podcast and they had somebody write. With the corporate bro. Yes. And they had someone write in and they were talking about how somebody just started a job and they had to do like an earlier meeting than normal and the person said oh sorry I can't make it because I have a workout class at 8 a.m and she was like I'm sorry that's like a little late to be doing a workout class like I don't fucking care like go to work out at like six maybe seven and everyone's like stitching it like this is the problem with corporate America blah 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 and it was just so like millennial slash gen z coded and i want to know your guys thoughts did you see it yes so the the other thing that i to give you some context this the person who wrote in it was like they start their work day at 9 a.m and they don't get paid outside of their work hours so their mindset is why would i work earlier if i'm not going to get paid for that hour of work and like i totally agree with that part of it but you know what I wouldn't understand is if my, because I also, if, if my job starts at eight o'clock, I'm starting my day at eight, eight o'clock. Like that is a very firm boundary. However, if I'm, if my company is having this meeting and the reason they, they had the meeting at that time, they have locations all over the world. So it's really hard. And I think they, was it once a year that they have once a year, maybe once a quarter, something yeah. like that, where they try to get everyone in the company. So, so many different time zones on one call it's going to be inconvenient for some people that's just they're trying to make it the least inconvenient for the most people um if my work did something like that i would say yep great even though it's an hour earlier i would just honestly be like great so then i'm i'm ending my day an hour yeah yeah, earlier it's not it's not that deep i think what what gets me if that was the convert like that's how I would approach the conversation great I'll start an hour earlier and I'm gonna be done yeah. an hour an hour earlier 
it's the fact like being like mm, i can't because of my workout class like, like you don't need to say that silly no that seems like so, such unnecessary information to give to your leader you just say i'm sorry like if i'm going to be starting earlier just just making sure that i'm going to be able to either be paid for that hour or, or i get to leave an hour earlier yeah, you don't need to be telling them you're going to a workout class like you it's just it's an unnecessary information and I think it's really good to have like the hard boundaries and really not be like, think your whole life has to be dedicated to your job. But also like you can't be so married to your boundaries that you could like are inflexible for no reason. Yeah. You could work out after work and that person knew that. And it's just like, how dare you like ask me to do something different? Because well, also yeah. if your work was then going to say, no, like we expect you to have this extra hour and we're not going to pay you and you still have to work this. Then you're like, okay, well actually work. That's kind of fucked. Like yeah. what, what is this? And you, but it's something about that reason. It makes it just, like, it was so, I like, would feel like I would lose a lot of my argument. Yeah. If, if it came to it where they were like, we're not going to pay you for this for your workout. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Well, and I am like a workout girly. I'm married to my workout classes. And I just think that that is like a very, like you need the workout classes for your mental health. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. But I just would never use that, cite that as a reason because your company doesn't need to know your reason. Like that's, yeah. it's just the hard boundary. Like they don't need to know anything about that. Yeah. Like that just sounded like so, It they that's where they probably got lost in the argument. Like yeah. if I was their employer, I'd be like, mm, okay, nice try. Yeah, it, it get, like offering that information when that is a flexible thing that could change. It's not I don't have childcare until this time when this person comes or whatever. That's like a lot more moving pieces. Yeah, and if this person is gonna die on that hill, fine. Um, it doesn't matter what you're doing outside of the work hours. It's none of their business. But then it's like okay, now we know exactly what kind of person you are. You're like not an easy person to work with. Then yeah, yeah. because it's it's. Again, it's just so understandable to want to be fairly compensated for your time at work, 100%. So if I'm only getting paid for these number of hours, great, then we're going to adjust the hours I'm working that day. But it's like adding that extra, it's like, don't do it. Exactly. No one needs to know. Um, okay, well, the thing I thought we could like end it on in like our big discussion topic. Oh my God. Another video, Taylor and Travis. I can't Amazing. like, they're literally holding each other walking <laughs> on the field. Like, Oh my God. She is so small next to big killer Trav. It's oh, he's just, like, he's like on her ribs. Yeah. And then she's like, like respectfully, oh, like giving brothers. him space as he like hugs, he his, hugs brother. his brother. It's so sweet. Oh my God. I'm just like so obsessed with them. Okay. So I was like thinking of some things about like, because I think like at the end of my like dating career before I met, and actually while I was dating Mr. Roberts, there were some things that I think made me a good dater, but I think it's because I was so bad at them before that I like learned from them. Okay. And I wanted to see, I wanted to open up the discussion. What are some things that you did bad at dating that you learned from that made you good at dating? And I'll, I'll give you an yeah, example. Give a okay. So one of the things I was talking about was that I used to like build plans around a man that I didn't already have plans with. So like I would like keep space in my schedule because like I would, I knew he would usually cancel text plans me. just in case he called. Yeah. That's huge. Exactly. Yeah. And so I would do, it was just like one of those things when you're just so like in the, in your head about somebody and you're like, okay, usually we hang out this day. But he hasn't made the formal plan, so I am going to cancel plans. Yeah, just but he's in case probably he just calls. busy, so he's going to call later than normal. Yes, and it's like you make yourself so available to someone, and that is just not an attractive trait. Like, would you want to be with somebody who is just like always so available? And it was just like, okay, like what do you have going on? It seems like your entire life is revolved around me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I learned to like put plans in my schedule and I would also not accept dates on the weekends unless I like had known them and dated them for a while and um I wouldn't accept a date that was like a same day date or like a late night text date because it just seems like that didn't seem like it was coming from a good place right yeah so does that spark any more 
Wow. The, the holding the space is a really good one because that's, You've done I, that? I can resonate with Have that. you done that before? I think I have done that before. Do you remember that? I, did you did you do that with the guy that you dated, dated for, an entire for year? a year, but he never like actually wanted to commit to you? But he said, I love you. Yeah, that's but he was so never weird. my so boyfriend. Standard. So standard. So he's wild. I wonder where he is and what he's <laughs> I doing. I followed him. His stories were the most annoying stories I've yeah. ever seen. He thinks he's anyone. really funny. He's not funny. I can no. tell you that. As someone who like knows a funny person, as a funny person, um, <laughs> he's not funny. But yeah, that would be like the biggest one that was very clear. I was thinking more um, what I did that I liked dating when I would was like on Hinge and I was going on a lot of dates. I just always wore the same outfit. So I knew exactly what I was going to wear. I knew exactly where I was going to go. And then I was like, oh my God, this bartender is going to think that I have exactly one shirt. And what's that's the, why. I, what's the, you were Steve Jobs of dating. Yeah. You have because to have a Steve Jobs ghost uniform. And it just like took the pressure off of what am I going to wear? Where, like, where are we going to go? What should happen? That was, that made it very easy. I liked that. Okay. Um, I think for me, I felt like I would match with somebody. We would chat a little bit and if, because I would use, I wouldn't chat for that long. Maybe a couple of days. Like we, we match and we're leading up to the next weekend. So maybe like three, four ish days, something like yeah. that. Um, if while we continue to talk and we're getting to know each other, if they were to say something where I'm like, oh, I really don't like that response, I would still and you would engage with it i would no i would i'd be like oh well i'm still gonna give them a chance because maybe this is just over text and maybe this is yeah but i had my gut was telling me this is not your person or like a good person that you want to be around you know what i mean like because sometimes anyways like what i learned is to to trust my gut and not feel guilty if i want to change my mind yeah like if as long i would feel I would say like I wouldn't change my mind the day of Mm -hmm. but if it's if something happens and all of a sudden I'm getting a bad feeling I don't want to go on this date because of some of some big red flag don't you shouldn't feel guilty and you shouldn't feel bad to be like well I already said yes I would go so I'm just gonna go and then you like make yourself really uncomfortable for an entire night and you know what that also reminds me of is that like there were some guys on the apps where maybe you would like, cause you see the same characters kind of all the time and it's kind of sad, but cause then you're like, Oh wait, I'm also yeah. being seen all the time. And then, so I would like talk to somebody. They would never make plans. They would kind of just fall off the radar. Then they'd come back, rematch with me, talk to me for a little bit, never make plans, come off the radar. And I would, there was a time where I was just like kept giving, I'm like, maybe he'll ask me out finally. And it's like just being able to cut it off and have like hard rules with yourself. Like, okay, I'm not going to go back and forth more than like a day without you asking me out because you really don't need to like get to know me on this app. You need to, the whole point of the app is to get off the app. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no, and I know some people like want to do a call or a FaceTime in real life. I would rather die. No, that's like, I, that's a no for me. I will see you for coffee or one cocktail and that's just the price of dating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing a phone call with some like to me that's more awkward because then so much more awkward I think that stop it tell him to get on his beanbag get on your beanbag you're you're honestly making my life harder go get on your beanbag don't yell at him like that tiger get on your beanbag go (laughs) say it like you love him um I think people like to do the call first as a safety measure but you're in public you're in public and you're in public you guys have my location. I can send the picture. This is the person's name. This is the picture they sent me. Like, and guess what? If you're not responding, I will show up to your date like I did. And I think, well, sometimes guys, I think, well, guys and girls, they built people. Sorry. <laughs> um, let me just be inclusive. I think that they build this like false sense of intimacy when you're just talking through the phone. And I feel like as creatures of using our cell phones for like intimacy, it's a really bad way to start a relationship. 
Yeah. And I yeah. don't I don't think like a simple phone call before a date is really like going to build this like false sense of intimacy. But it's just like, why not just test it out in person? And I don't want I would never I wouldn't give my cell phone number out and I also wouldn't engage in talking. It was this is great, a good opener and then whatever, and then where would you like to meet? Yes. Because obviously if we match with each other, we are interested in meeting each other. I don't need to know how many sisters you have. Yeah, we, I, we don't need. Yeah, because if think about it, if you meet someone at a bar and you have chemistry and you just like go back and forth a little bit and it's like, oh, I would like to see you again. Can I get your number or whatever? And then you actually go out and see if that's a real match. Like, yeah. that's kind of normal. Um, there was another thing I was going to say about what you just what did you just say? I said that I didn't like to talk to people before and I wouldn't get my phone number out. I forgot. But I also think that. The same exact conversation for personally for me had in person, I could meet somebody in person and it's the first date's always kind of basic and weird with like, mm-hmm. Oh, um, what do you do for work? Do you, do you have any siblings? Where did you grow up? Like all of the basic things, which technically you could ask that over the phone, but I, I don't know what this says about me, but I kind of only imagine half listening and like half care if I'm on the phone with this person that I don't know yeah and whereas if they're telling me in person oh I have two sisters can you stop like (laughs) swallowing because I can hear every time you do it you are you are you need to relax Jade okay another thing is that I was talking to my friend who she actually has a dating podcast and she was talking about her definition of a good date And she was like, what's your definition of a good date? And I was like, oh, just somebody who I enjoyed being around. Like just that was like a pleasant interaction. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that's really interesting because my definition of a date before this was if I saw a future with that person. And I was like, oh, well, then you're going to be very disappointed most of the time because like 99% of the people I met with on apps, I never wanted to see again. Right. Yeah. So, like, what would your guys, like, what was your, like, like, thoughts about going into a date? I, I was going on a lot of dates. It was just a volume thing. It was just, like, let's see, which made it a lot easier when I didn't like the person. Yeah. Um, I, if I could talk to them and it was nice, that would be a good date. I remember one date I went on, at the end of it, the guy was like, do you want to see me again? I was like, I've really enjoyed this, but I kind of see us being more friends. And he said, I already have friends, um, so I don't want to talk to you well, anymore. But I, but that was still like a net positive. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. If I don't, I can't imagine thinking I see a future with this person after one day ever. Yeah. Or just like wanting to see them again. Like that was like. Wanting to see them again and figure out if it's a friend, a friend vibe or not just having a decent time we had good conversations this person's kind of funny they also think i'm funny like we're engaging with each other Mm -hmm. that's a good date yeah that was well and i think that that is a good thing to learn that makes you a good dater if the only expectation you have is am i going to have a good time with this person because then it takes the stress off of like does they like do they like me will i like them are we going to get married are we going to hate each other like is this it it takes like the um the intensity out of a situation like dating should be fun like you should just have a fun time meeting people and i feel like austin is a good city for that like i didn't go on that many like bad dates here yeah i've gone on some bad dates my best bad date started when the guy was very late and then he knew the waitress and there was a weird like they're like oh yeah I remember Jessica like they were talking about this weird kind of a racist thing that my date did and I was like okay I um, don't know if I'm interested in continuing this dinner and he was like you know what we probably both still need to eat like might as well and he still paid for dinner and we just had a um meal together and we both knew that it wasn't gonna go anywhere and we just ate that's that's only something that would happen to you i was gonna say that would happen to you i'd be like bye gotta go and i would say here's the reasons why i don't like you and i'm leaving and then i would get mcdonald's on my way home yeah yeah it was before we ordered too so i was like i don't think we should eat together i don't think that this is going very well and he was like well i'm gonna eat and i was like okay i guess you could pay for my meal 
That is so weird. I would not have stayed and had a meal with that person. No. That's a Bailey TBM. Yeah. Total Bailey move. Bailey move. Okay. The last thing that I think is something that I've learned just like from, you know, dating and hearing my friends talk about dating as well is like not having any expectations of this person early on. Like just like letting them show you who they are instead of expecting them to be a certain way and then getting mad when they fall short of that. Mm -hmm. Just have your standards set to like where they need to be, have your boundaries set to where they need to be. And if that person repeatedly falls short of that, then just move on from that person. Like instead of having to be like, let me tell you how to be a good person and a good person for me to date. Just letting those expectations go. Yeah. It sounds exhausting to try to tell someone why you did or didn't like something that they did or what you would like them to do next time. If it's just repeated, then what are you getting out of it? Well, it reminds me of, remember that country singer I went on a date with? I went on like, it was five dates, which is like way more dates than I... Kind of a lot. I know, but it was like only like a few weeks. So it wasn't that much, but like... But or, when you're used to just kind of first two, dates, yeah, maybe one or two, maybe two, it, you had consecutive. Yeah. So then the, the tea with this guy is that we had a date planned at his house and he lived in Georgetown, which like <laughs> I was new to Austin. I didn't realize how far Georgetown really was. And he was like, it's like 20 minutes away. It wasn't. It took me over an hour to get there. Yeah. Maybe 20 minutes from the city line, not from. That's yeah. Crazy. I know. So it was like already like he also like kind of made like little lies, which triggered me because of Mark, because Mark would always do little lies that added up to be like, oh, I'm an addict. (laughs) So I was already like stressed about like being late for this date and like him kind of lying about 20 minutes because like I kind of I like looked at my I don't know. Anyways, I get there and he just like had a bunch of like little lies about people that like like exes and stuff where it was like yeah I beat his ass and it was like you beat his ass and he was like no but like you know like stuff like that where I'm like why do you even think that that's like funny to say like it's not yeah and then he like was trying to sell me on the town of Georgetown and I'm like we just met and I don't I would never live here but you want to know Everyone who lives in Georgetown and Round Rock try to sell Austin people on Georgetown and it's Round like, Rock. I don't want to live here. Defensive about it. It's like they feel insecure or like they have FOMO because they don't live in Austin. So they want to tell you just how great Georgetown and yeah. Round Rock are. And it's like, I'm if you're happy, I'm happy for you. Yeah. But it's never going to be me. Yeah. Like, and no offense. Like, it, you do you in Georgetown, yeah. but stop trying to like make Georgetown happen. It actually makes me want to go the opposite way and like hate Georgetown and never even drive through Georgetown right like I go around Georgetown <laughs> yeah. now to get to Dallas because of him but then okay so we have this like really awkward interaction where it ends up like him yelling at me and I was like okay I gotta go and he was like well you like basically ruined the night and I was like um me or you because you are psychotic he was an Aries makes sense and um <laughs> So I left and we actually had plans for a date the next day. That's wild. to book. Or it was like two days later. But like it was like a show we were going to go to that he already had tickets for. And I just I feel like old me would have been like, oh, let's, I'm going to give him another chance. We've yeah. already been on five dates. Like it's that same kind of obligation where you since yes. you had something planned, you feel guilty to not go, even though a red like something like major happened. red flag yeah. yeah but I think because I was like older and like wiser and I'd been through the stuff I went through with Mark and Colorado where it's like oh maybe when someone shows you who they are just like listen to them and I like didn't I like was like we're done like this is not gonna happen again actually I kind of like ghosted him and he ghosted me right back like it was a mutual <laughs> ghost thank god but I feel like and I knew I wasn't gonna go on this date though but I think that is where, where did I get was I spurring off of your thing that you said? No, this, no, this was your, your last point. This was your story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so what you had said was <laughs> <laughs> that you were trying to... It, I think you started it by the expectations thing, mm. not having expectations. And then you said, like, yeah. this singer I dated, <laughs> okay. and we had this bad yeah, date. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, like, you, the expectation was 
don't yell at me. Yeah, like I'm not going to deal with people. My standard was I don't want to deal with people who yell at me, especially it's that pretty early good standard on. to have. Yeah, like it's. I think that it's everyone's going to lose their temper at one time or another. So but also, spe- it's kind of how you lose your temper. It's how you. And I was not into that. But if somebody eventually you know they they raise their voice as long as it's not getting physical it's like i'm so sorry that i had this immediate anger is what kevin told me it is the hardest the hardest reaction to change right yeah because it's so it is such a immediate reaction and so you can think about it even right after you do it and you can say i'm so sorry i lost my temper i raised my voice i apologize and eventually you can learn that behavior right um so it's it's not necessarily the yelling ever you're gonna lose your cool sometimes but in what world would you lose your cool that fast well for me a yelling is a hard no i just do not if somebody's gonna lose their temper and that's how they react that's a no for me and that's like the boundary so i was like i don't care if we just met or if we dated for a year like I'm not doing yelling ever again so that was my hard no and it was but like what even happened for him to have this like that's what I don't understand like what could have possibly yeah. happened why are you being so vague because I'm it was intrigued. like it was personal okay oh um she's shy now now I'm shy <laughs> did this guy have but, a dog Yes. And remember, okay. he was like weird with his dog too. And he like yeah. locked his dog in the room. And then yeah. he pretended like he didn't know that he locked his dog in the room when he was showing me around the house. And I was like, wait, you just, the dog's in there. And he's like, oh, I fucking hate this dog. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so like, I don't know. There was, there was just those red flags. And so my expectations, like if I had expectations of like, oh, this person isn't going to yell at me and like, they're going to treat me like amazing and blah, 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 blah. And then he fell short. Then I feel like when you have expectations of that, then it's like, wait, no, I need to teach you how to be a good person instead of like keeping your boundaries and keeping your standards and like realizing, oh, this person does things that is not something that is attractive to me in a human. So move on. Yeah. yeah. And whether they're, yelling or not again so five within five dates and they're getting that mad it doesn't matter how the if even if they're silently or quietly expressing to you why they're so mad at you what did i do in five dates that made you this angry that's not the person i want to be with either yeah and i can be like so annoying so like if you can't five dates Paige, i'm annoying like right when you meet me so if you can't handle it, but, but there's like, honestly, nothing that Mr. Roberts has done in the almost two years of knowing him to make me like so angry with him where I want to yell. Like, and I think vice versa, like he's, he's maybe been like, stop, like that's enough. Like you're being very <laughs> annoying, but like, that's like, and honestly, I kind of deserved it because I was being so annoying. Right. But yeah, that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> Um, okay, well, do you want to give a book club update? I do. Um, what is this book called? Wait, hold on. Look. <gasps> oh my God. That's raunchy. That is like. I'm so happy they're for them. In it looks love. like an engagement picture with the way her hand like, is. Like that should have a ring on it. I gotta do oh that. God. I love that. Literally. Okay, so. I finished Ugly Love. I really, really liked it. Wow. Well, it wasn't... Okay. So Coho redeemed herself for you. Yes. And when I say I really liked it, it wasn't as good as Seven Husbands, but it was a good book because it was an easy read. And at the end of the book, all of the pieces fell together in the way that you wanted them to and it ended with a perfect a per, in a perfect bow okay right? so it was it was a satisfying and i liked that because you know the last colleen hoover was just awful and i hated the ending and i regretted everything anyways <laughs> so the next book is none of this is true okay i was gonna start a different one but smacky insisted that i read this one next because she said there's a character in this book that she hates, that she knows I'm going to hate just as much. And she said, I need somebody to talk shit about this character with. So I said, okay. 
So we'll start this. Okay, so none of this is true. Okay, so I've read a Lisa Jewell book before. I wonder if it's on our bookshelf. Can we talk a little bit more about what was it? Ugly love. Ugly love. Um, Can you give me like a brief premise without any spoilers? I feel like that's gonna be hard for you. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, this like sell it to the sisters. Okay, so this girl, you know, she actually this would be something interesting. Okay, so she fa- she is falling for this guy, but she he has said from the beginning, I don't want a relationship. If you can do fuck buddies, basically, that's all I can give. And she um. thinks that this guy is the hottest thing. So she's like, absolutely, I I just want fuck buddies too. Tales Even though, time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can see where this is going. Exactly. And throughout the book, we're learning you're why you can tell he cares about her so deeply but he pulls himself away and he's like i just can't so you're learning why he can't what his demons are but i feel like so many girls get in this situation and it doesn't end up in a pretty little bow for them because a lot of the times the guy's like i was honest with you from the beginning i only want to be fuck buddies and now you caught feelings yeah so luckily they both caught feelings and they had to work out how they were gonna make it real you know like whatever it, it's not always pretty because love isn't always pretty it's uh, ugly love enough. is ugly right <laughs> so you know things they figure it out um, can i ask a question a coho question yeah what were their professions jade thank you so much for asking <laughs> thank you so first of all the girl is the younger sister she has an older brother okay standard okay for coho okay I'll tell you about she is yes is the older brother so fun and handsome just wait let me tell you her she is a nurse she's an she's a sort of she's an rn but she's going back to i'm sorry nurses she's going back to school like to get her master's so she can be the type of nurse that can do anesthesia oh okay wait this is very relevant to real housewives of beverly hill she's an a nurse and a an aesthetic like she wants to be she's an rn but she wants to be like, like a, a CR, crn CR, CR, C, okay CRNA. something like that she's Anne marie for and, all you real houses of beverly hills but girls. so uh, what we're what i what we're supposed to think about her is that she's gorgeous right she's Stunning, gorgeous and she's so smart and she's working this job and going to school because you know she's such a good like she's she's perfect okay? she's got her whole life ahead of her she's about to make a ton of money being a nurse of mm-hmm. anesthesiology Okay, so her brother, her dad, and all of her brother's friends, pilots. Of course. (laughs) They're all pilots. (laughs) That is so coho. They're all pilots. Are they all so good looking? And they're all so good looking. So they're like Top Gun. And the way that's that's what i that's what you have that's pictured. what i am picturing she's like they walk in and they have their ray-ban aviators and their their shirts are off from playing volleyball and the <laughs> sweat is dripping off their pecs. well she i will say what was a little um person i'm not that into the smut i like the romance and i like i don't know too much is like I'm not trying to read a, a porno, right? Yeah, and smut to me doesn't really like get me going. It makes me like want to poke holes. I'm like, this isn't true. Yeah. Well, and so th- what's what I think what I thought was even weirder is the first two sexual experiences they had in this book. Mind probably, blowing. well, it probably lasted like 20 pages just explaining. And I'm like, relax, <laughs> cool down with some water. Like you need to relax. And then it was weird because then it was like and then we did it again or and then that's when he took off my shirt and the rest was history and i'm like okay so now you're giving me you gave us too much and now you're giving me nothing like, yeah you could find like a happy medium and coho's characters have so much sexual stamina like they're so always much. boning well and th- this guy he's like hadn't had sex in like six years or something uh-huh and of so, course he broke his sex streak with her the yeah hot with, nurse. with her um and so he didn't last very long the first time and he, so but he's like give me a couple seconds we'll go again and, and, and then but that's the thing so then they go again and she's that's the one that lasts forever i'm like girl relax like we yeah. get it like i'm reading this and i i'm i'm right there i get you, i get what's happening you don't have yeah. to describe and she's like and the v i could see the v. she was ta- she talked about the the you know the v that yeah. she was obsessed with, with the this v and i'm like okay he works out we get it yeah like we get it what does he do 
He's a pilot. Oh, he's a pilot too. Yeah, he's a pilot, just like her dad and brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that is so and and how convenient because he has he had nowhere to go for Thanksgiving. So before they, she just had a crush on him, and the brother didn't even run it by her. He's like, hey, he just like jumps in the car. He's like, we're he's gonna be at Thanksgiving with us, and she's probably and like, that's oh, when. No. And I that's when they possibly. decide to have their little, the, their first little makeout in the kitchen of her parents' house, and the dad like walks in, and they're like Ugh. aggressively making out after Ew. she drinks some orange juice, and I don't know, it was like a weird. <laughs> he's like, I love the taste of orange juice on. It was so weird. Ew. Okay. Well. Wait. But anyways, besides that, um, you liked it. <laughs> what would you rate it for? So I I rated it a um. I think a six five, out of ten. Out of ten. Would you rate ten out of ten? Oh, okay. Seven Husbands was a really good story, a really great it kept you on your toes. It, it was, was emotional. Well. It was it was written so well. This was an easy read. It was obviously unbelievable. Like, okay, everyone's hot and successful and like just having so much sex and just like everything like always works out for them. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. But it, it I liked that the it came full circle. It was like a whatever. So Cute. hopefully we'll see what this is. Well, Lisa Jewel, give us your best. Yeah, Smacky, she liked it a lot. Okay. I've, I feel like I've heard people say none of this is true is good. So well, hopefully that's true. Yeah. Well, anything else, girly pops? I got nothing. Okay. Well, do you want to say so. bye to the sisters? Oh, my gosh, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, it's time for us to go, but we're really glad you were here with us. <laughs> and I would also like it if you would follow us on Instagram at yourpoordadpod. And you could email us, yourreportout at gmail.com. You can follow us on um, TikTok, yourreportoutpod. You could leave us a five-star review and make a little comment about your favorite thing about us. Maybe your favorite thing about me. It was my birthday this week. Um, and that's that. That's okay. it. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.